0: Yeah, um, probably not as uh, pessimistic about the um, retail trade and sale of alcohol part than maybe some of us were expecting. But um, I guess many in the liquor business uh, would be happy uh, with uh, the uh, stance arrived at and uh, many of those in subsectors that are linked uh, to the retail, uh, manufacturing and transportation of liquor. Um, and uh, yeah, but uh, what do you make of that? Certainly we'd love to see some of your views on that. Nga uh, Sfumana out on uh, Twitter on at Metro FM use the hashtag Metro FM Talk. We are also out uh, on Facebook on Metro FMSA. Now we shift um, our discussion and I was saying earlier on, we, we had a tentative yes uh, from Ntabeleng uh, uh who's the co-founder at uh, the Young Woman in Business Network's Mutual Bank. And uh, we're lucky this evening to uh, have her joining us. Uh, for this uh, conversation, uh, also joined by uh, uh, the head of risk uh, at uh, the uh, YWBN Mutual Bank, and uh, that is Manzini Mlauzi. And they join me, uh, the pair, on the line uh, this evening. Ntabeleng and, and Manzini, good evening to the pair of you and welcome.
1: Good evening, Naya Bonga, and good
0: evening to the listeners. Yeah, Manzini. Good evening,
2: uh, and good evening to the listeners as well.
0: Yeah, thank you very much uh, for taking time out uh, to join us. Uh, m- maybe in Tabeleng, just for the purposes of our listeners who might not be familiar with uh, the uh, Young Woman uh, in Business Network, uh, and also the CFI, which I guess uh, in many ways is the institution seeding, this process and uh, uh, of the provisionally Registered Mutual Bank. Uh, who is the uh, YWBN CFI, um, and just give us some of the history and the background to that.
1: Um, so, let me start first by the network, which is the Young Women in Business Network, which we registered in. We've been around for over twelve years, mm. right? Which is a network of professionals of business people more like like-minded people that want to achieve the same goals. where we present business opportunities uh investments and networking opportunities so that's what the network is mm. uh and then the network like we have like-minded people that share the same vision we then decided that we are going to participate in the financial sector therefore we then registered what is called a ywbn cooperative financial institution mm. So YWBN Cooperative Financial Institution, in short, is YWBN CFI, which is a deposit-taking and loan institution. What that means is that we were granted a license in December 2015 Mm. to then take deposit from the public and also to issue loans. But the only restriction is that we could only do it uh, to our own members sure, so
0: that was the sure. only restriction yeah sure Sure. now Ntabi I guess that's the natural step after that after a CFI and we've certainly covered this uh, on this show speaking to many CFIs uh, that have been uh, registered by the prudential authority the next mm. step would be to get a mutual bank uh, uh, set up and i guess you know that's uh, the next stage and then thereafter a full-blown commercial bank um so, so let's maybe i guess go into the space because a lot has been mm. said in the last while and i think a lot of the focus has been on the capital structure side of things and we'll come back to that mm. but i want to get a sense as you know a normal person on the street when we talk about the uh, YWBN Bank or what might be the he Records a Mutual Bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, what type of bank are we talking about? And I ask that in two ways.
1: Yeah. One
0: is, are we dealing with a bricks and mortar <laughs> here operation that is targeting underserved customer segments, be it individuals and even businesses in townships mm-hmm. and in villages? Uh, and are you going to set up a bricks and mortar operation there? Or is it this sort of new age type of, a bank run through app-type platforms and uh, maybe through uh, uh, digital platforms probably without a bricks-and-mortar presence. What kind of bank are we talking about here?
1: So it's a combination of both. It's a combination of digital and and brick-and-mortar purely because of the market that we're going after. There's still the issue of trust. They still want to see the person who's on the other side. Mm. So we'll have presence in different provinces. So it will be national but it will be more digital with than presence in different places, mm, right, mm. nationally. So it will be like that. But our bank is really a developmental bank. Our thinking is we are positioning ourselves as the bank to go to for SME funding. And what informed that is the lack of access to capital by small businesses in our country, mm. right, where we're saying, um, and there's also research that was done that informed us to say there is a gap in the market. To support smes and therefore when we find smes because there's lack of access to capital and also there are other non financial support that smes mm. need right sure, that's sure. that's what we are positioning ourselves as yeah. the bank to go to and then after that then we would be that bank that is very developmental when mm. we say developmental is that we understand the risks and we understand the processes that a black in particular go through, right? As an example, we're already practicing that under the YWB and CFI, right? Where even our interest rates are totally different from the commercial banks or from the DFIs. So that's where we are going. So who is YWB and mutual bank or Mm. who will YWB and mutual bank be? Ours will be developmental in nature.
0: But I guess Ntabiling, I mean, maybe a follow-up on my end. Um, mm. In the CFI, if you compare a CFI and I guess with a mutual, the, mm. the level of complexity in terms of the type of loan book you might have mm-hmm. um, and the spread of the risk might be slightly a bit different to, I yeah. guess, a, a CFI where you know who everybody is and you're lending within, within the net. I'm quite yeah. interested in, in the pricing of credit because often when people say we are a developmental financier, Uh there's a certain implication on the cost of capital for some of those who are going to go and borrow Uh um and 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 i guess the the cost at which you issue some of the assets that you have um you say you're going to use in in your in your assessment of 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 risk so i guess in your risk matrix here that you're going to use machine learning and artificial intelligence to get a true picture of credit worthiness of applicants um, and Uh therefore be able i guess to Uh, allow people to borrow without being disproportionately and unfairly discriminated. Mm -hmm. Um, If I compare the interest rates you would lend to me as a small business with what I might get from a DFI or even a traditional bank, how how will you guys shape up?
1: Manzini is our chief risk. Manzini, please take this one. Okay.
2: Thanks. What we would do is we would do what other banks actually do. It won't be that Different, if I can, if I can just put it that way. In terms of assessment of risk, who assess the risk? The most important thing that you want to make sure we we cross is the 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 way in which people access the market. That people actually have access to the market. won't want, um, will want, uh, keep them outside. So so, wait, Max, so we, Zini, let me understand. Assess, let me sorry? understand.
0: You're saying you're gonna assess the risk in the same yes. way. Does that mean you're going to price the risk in similar terms?
2: Yes, we will, we will price the risk. Definitely we'll price the risk. We'll apply the the interest rate as according to the risk mm. uh, worthiness of that individual. So mm. we won't have like a blanket... Uh, interest rate, for example, that will be applicable to all the SMMEs, as an example. There might be some products, uh, for example, now for short-term products, we've mm. got one interest rate that is applicable to two-month loans, which okay. is 2.5% for 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 the month. Mm. So there might be those type of products for, for, for contract cash flows, mm. as an example. So, so those, what would be Those would be more simpler, but for longer yeah, term... Sure products so who we'll definitely go through the normal assessment process mm, okay. and understand the risk that is involved with that uh, SME, and will price accordingly.
0: Okay. So, so so then what in this case would be developmental? Um, clearly, the pricing framework would be the same and uh, probably no massive differences there. Um, so the other one might be, I guess, the term structure. Uh, are you going to be giving people longer term structures to free up cash flow? What about the model will be developmental and different, I guess, to, to what what is out there?
2: what we might do which is different is more of partnerships for example if somebody comes through and they have um, a project that they want to do in the township which Mm -hmm. might be viewed as risky by other banks Mm -hmm. uh, we might be in a position to partner with that with that person in the term in terms of raising say uh, your own equity and going to a dfi and and looking for funding, because that is the most important thing that black people actually lack like in this country, that they don't have that uh, own contribution. So those are the things that we are looking at to say, okay, we will be able to assist partner and have... um a shareholding, for example, in that particular mm-hmm. business. So that will be a different business model that we want to go into, and we just hope that that is going to, to help out. I'll give you a particular example, just on a lighter note. In 2001, if you know Kukuletu, for example, in Cape Town, we went to a place called Yona. It, there were some buildings that were there. We thought, OK, we can set up a shop right there. It was me and my friends, still young. And we foresaw that there is a business uh, <coughs> imperative there. Uh, we could approach shop right, but then the issue was, if we approach shop right, there is going to be an issue of capital that is going to come come through. Where are we going to get the money? We ended up going to this place, and that was the end of our idea. So we want to make sure that people can approach us. They are, will be in a friendly environment, that they can approach us. They are confident that, okay, we can partner with these guys, and then we can have access to capital, because that is one of the things that is lacking. But we will definitely risk ourselves, even those people. It's not that everybody will be coming through and getting some money for free from us No we will assess and make sure that the level of risk that you are taking is is what the bank is comfortable to take.
0: Okay. I want us to pause here for a second. We're going to take a quick spot break. When we come back, uh, I want us to come to uh, some of these issues around capital structure um, and uh, maybe get into some of the detail there uh, because you've got a split here of uh, 19% public, which I guess is uh, what uh, you... uh, uh um sort of going out to the market about now own the bank and uh, that ends at the end of the month uh but i'm also quite interested i guess in in the institutional and in the founders uh, equity part of things and we'll continue with that conversation after this okay all right 19 minutes it is before 9 p.m you tuned in into metro fm talk here on the mighty metro coming as we do straight after the remarks the president made to the nation this evening offsite alcohol sales from monday through to thursday only between 10 a.m and 6 p.m and uh, also uh, i guess uh, yeah uh, no uh, no movement at all manner of other things and uh, restaurants closing at 9 p.m as well uh, look forward to hearing some of your views on twitter about that and we'll certainly try and take a look at some of those but um, we now take a look at uh, the uh, YWBN Mutual Bank, and I'm in conversation with uh, the founder, Ntabeling uh, Di and uh, also in conversation uh, with Manzini Mlauzi, who's the head of risk at uh, the uh, Young Women in Business Network Mutual Bank. Now, Ntabeling uh, um, and maybe Manzini, I guess uh, both of you uh, will respond uh, insofar as um, I guess you, know, you, you feel that you want to on this particular one. Um, my understanding, and maybe you must help me here, is, is that a mutual bank, uh, the shareholders of the bank are its depositors. You're right? Am I wrong there?
1: Yeah. Before, that's before I say true. something, yeah, okay.
0: yeah, yeah, next. Now, that already implies certain things about the capital structure of a mutual bank. One, it suggests that in a traditional bank, your depositors would also appear as a liability in the traditional sense, and you know the loans that you loan out are your assets. But in this case, um, in many ways, you know, there's a sort of, your, your, your liability holders are also your equity holders in a very interesting way. Now, maybe walk us through, because this was, a, I guess, a big issue that came up. Walk us through sort of how, one, this cutting up of the pie was arrived at. And then maybe a second point would be the 19% equity that's been given out to the public um, and some of the pricing of that particular equity, especially Manzini in light of the fact that we know there's a massive uh, illiquidity in these particular shares, um, and maybe some people might be saying, "Well, why aren't you giving us a premium in terms of the stake in this particular entity if you're going to lock us in for six years?"
2: Okay, uh, let me go. I will start with the the, the structure of the mutual bank. Ah. Um, they. The mutual bank is yes. The depositors are a shareholder, but it's, a, it's classes of deposits. Uh, the first class is permanent interest-bearing shares, like they are p- permanent shareholders in the mutual bank. Mm. So these are the people that you're going to like. Now we are, all the, we, are we are we are we are raising permanent uh, share capital, so that those shares cannot be sold at any time then there is some shares that can be term for example those are the other class of uh depositors so the reserve bank actually then stipulates that you should structure your your shareholding in in a particular manner but at the same time they should know how you've structured that so for example for us we have structured as permanent interest shareholding which is forever then later on, there might be some other products which are term products. We have already submitted that to the Reserve Bank, which is 72 months. That's the other class of um, shareholders. It's it's the same model that is used, for example, by the 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 crams crams. Uh, what what is the GTF uh, the other mutual bank in in town. Mm. they use the same type of shareholding that you've got shares that are for a period. Those those are shareholders, but they are for a period, right? Then the normal depositor who who deposits their money like on a day to day basis, mm. they are not really a shareholder. So that becomes a a, 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 li- a normal liability to the bank like as you would, you would with Standard Bank. So that person is not really a shareholder in the bank. So I just wanted to clarify that one quickly. So, so, that so, so, when so
0: you clarify it. Wait, wait, wait don't, don't move beyond it, because I want us to, to stay on it so that we all are together and understand. You're saying to me there's two classes of shares here. Yes. There's the permanent type of equity, yes. which is, you know, that's, I guess, the seed that's foundational right and, and yes. you're saying people don't liquidate their positions in those ones um, yes. to my yeah now you have to expl- maybe if you can explain so there's the permanent one and then there's then the the other layer i just forget what, what you were referring the to the other layer yes. is
2: a term product a term so, product you said it yeah, could be to a product yeah like issue like for example a 5 year investment
0: mm. so now yes. the 19% that you are now floating to the public Where does it sit in those two?
2: That's permanent shares.
0: Permanent shares. So people effectively can't liquidate their position. They must wait for dividends.
2: They can't liquidate their position.
0: After year six, N plus six maybe.
2: They can only liquidate after year six, but privately. Like uh, UK, it's it's still a mutual bank. It's not listed you cannot sell like uh, uh, public, so you, mm. you sell privately, but the share price as well will be determined by the board on an ongoing mm. basis. So it's okay. not that you can go to to, to John and say, John H, I want to go out, I've got these shares, 50 rand a share, I can sell sure. it to you. Okay. So there will be a share price that will be determined by the board. So it you only change hands, so the bank won't pay out to the shareholders. Mm. It won't liquidate those shares.
0: So so it's the duty of the person who holds the shares after year six to go and find somebody else and first get approval from the board before they can sell those shares? Yes. Okay. Here's my next question then, just on that particular point. Would the institutional investors now, pension funds, all manner of other types of businesses, hold the same type of permanent shares or would they hold term shares?
2: It's the same type of shares for now.
0: So then why, why as a pension fund, would I invest in an illiquid investment when I guess I'm looking for some payouts month on month?
2: Uh, it's the same way as you would invest in a, in, in, in Standard Bank, for example, in Bank shares. Uh, unless if, for example, you want to match your assets and your liabilities in a certain way. But if you are investing long term and you are looking at long term returns, okay. That, that will be almost kind of the same way. So in this particular case, we are looking at more generational wealth that we are, we're investing for a very long, long time. We're not really looking at investors who want to get every 10 within the next five, six, so, seven, eight years they want to be out for so, this particular moment. So
0: the only value for a pension fund, this is what you're suggesting to us, the only value for a pension fund in holding private, unlisted... Um, you know, uh, I guess equity, if I can put it that way. I don't know if you're calling it equity or, or maybe a Yes, it's equity, it, yeah. yes. Equity in the mutual bank is to hold out and hope at some point that we get dividends, and that might be from year six plus.
2: Yes, that's true. So it does not necessarily mean that from year, say, at the beginning, year one, two, mm. there might be no dividends just because we will be building the bank. Okay. But... It can happen that we might make money in year four, three, four, five, six. Okay. Might declare dividends. It depends. That is why mm. we were saying we in the first few years there might be no dividend. but it does not mm. necessarily mean that we are saying there is no dividend at all.
0: Yeah. Have you raised there money might from be, them? Yeah. Have you have you gone and and if so, can you share which institutional investors uh, these are? Twenty six percent. How have you valued that stake? I mean, uh, we know, I guess, in the case of the public, because that 19% is chopped up in certain ways. You know, you need a minimum investment of 1,000 rand, which is 100 shares at 10 rand a share. Um, are you coming in at the same price to the institutional investors and even to the CFI?
2: Yes. It's, no, it's the, the public and the institutional investors are at the same price.
0: And the CFI. They are,
2: they are entering at the same point. So that is how we, we thought, okay, we, we we have to be fair. The price has to be fair. It has, it's at the same point, the risk is almost the, the same. And the CFI, so,
0: how much are they buying it?
2: They are buying it at uh, the same 10 rand a share.
0: 10 rand. And then the founders?
2: The founders, at the moment, uh, maybe let me explain the structure a little bit.
0: Okay, let's do this. Let's let's do this, Manzi. Sorry, I've got an ad nearing on me. So maybe just hold that response quickly. Let's take the quick ad and then we'll come back. Okay. We're under the microscope this evening here on Metro FM Talk. I'm in conversation with uh, the uh, head of risk at uh, uh, YWBN Mutual Bank and also the founder, uh, and that is uh, Manzin Imlaouzi and uh, and Tabelen Glicozi, respectively. And uh, Manzin, let me allow you to complete the point you were making there because I'm also quite interested, I guess, in in how the entry of uh, the founders into this particular capital structure is priced. Uh, and I guess you were saying institutional, the public and the CFIs, because of the stage they come in at, um, are priced at 10 rand a share. Uh, and there would be a different pricing, I guess, for the founders and the employee scheme. Tell us a bit more about that.
2: Okay. So the the founders and the CFI are talking, they, they are into two. So the, the CFI... The CFI already had a bit of some money that was there within uh, because they were saving. I don't know. Uh, Dublin went through some time back around the background of the institution mm. in terms of saving that ten thousand and the savings. So it was converted into share capital, and that was used to to buy a ten percent share shareholding. Right. So what happened? Say that
0: again. What happened?
2: I'm saying they. they Over the last five years. Uh So there was a 10,000 share share capital for the CFI and saving. So at around uh, the end, I think we had about 14,000 that was converted into share capital to buy shares into the mutual bank.
0: 14,000 shares? 14
2: 14 million, sorry, not 14,000. 14 million that was converted to buy 10% into into, uh, the mutual bank.
0: At 10 rand a share.
2: No, 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 it was in 10 rand a share.
0: At what, so, at what price? What, what would the price be of that? Based on your valuation, what, what would the price be?
2: No, we didn't do an evaluation in terms of the share price. No, I mean a, a valuation.
0: Ooh. So so not necessarily an evaluation, but a valuation. So the value of one share in relation to the value of the bigger pie. So I'm, I'm quite interested when, when I put down 14 million, what value of the business does that entitle me to?
2: It's
0: 10%. 10%. Yes. Okay, uh, which means what's the price of those shares? How many shares am I buying for 14 million?
2: It was about, um, let me see, it was around it's 50 million.
0: 50 million shares?
2: Yes, 50 million shares. Four? So you can 14, divide the 14 yeah. million by 50 million to get the share price.
0: Okay, so so what is that share price? Sorry, I don't have a calculator okay. in front of me. I don't have it
2: head. Sorry about that. I will tell you now.
0: Okay, so 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 maybe just while you look for that, Manzini, let me maybe come back to Tabeling. Tabeling um I'm quite interested to hear from you just your reflections on how people have received the bank, um, not just on social media, but I think also the, the criticisms from some people in the investment community, which I guess you're going to have to go and speak to in the case of the institutional investors and many others, uh, of how they've received this and the detailed requests for information um, and even the criticism that um, you probably shouldn't have been shielding as much of the front line comms for this as, as you did. Just some of your views on that.
1: Um, I haven't. We've received both, right? We've received both positive and negative. Um, I would confidently say that, from the institutional investors' point of view, the the reception of what we're doing. Is, is more understood, it's, it's different from the public, right? And what we have observed um, from the public is that the issue is the five billion. Um, how did you, like you've been asking Manzini, how did you get to the five billion? Um, what has been the the founders and YWGN CFI's contribution into the five billion? And which is what we have been trying to explain to say this? this is not an evaluation, right? And hence, Manzin would put it in a much better, in a more technical way. So that's the kind of criticism that we have received. But also, in, in and also, people are saying, "But why are you talking black, black, black this, black that? You know, sell us, sell us your bank. Stop selling mm. us black this, black that." But then the answer is, how do we stop selling black this, black that? Because so, we so established tab-a-ling. this bank yeah. because we want to assist black SMEs.
0: And you know, uh, I th- I think as people, we must welcome the initiative that you've taken. We must welcome yeah. the the courage to go into the space, uh, to even undertake the provisional registration process with the Prudential Authority, which is not, you know... It's I, I, I don't But I yeah. think th- there's one issue that, uh, uh, and where we must challenge you, which mm-hmm. is, if, if I ask Manzini, as he's calculating there, mm-hmm. um, the CFI stake is 19% on the back of a 14 million rand injection into mm-hmm. the process of getting the mutual. Um, Mm. you have to be able to come back to me with a price because if if we price that at eight rand and then I come in at 11 rand as a member of the public and the institutional pension fund holders, uh, the pensions of working households and working people come in, say, at 20 rand, then we must also be able to explain the differences in prices. And that's why the valuation, not, not necessarily the evaluation, the valuation becomes so important.
1: You know what okay. makes it difficult for us? Manzine, yeah, yeah. Before Manzini... Before Manzini, before you it,
0: come in, yeah. Go Before
1: Manzini, okay. Manzine goes
0: no, no, I'm on. saying continue oh. before Manzini comes in, yeah.
1: You know what makes it difficult? Mm. Is that we, under normal circumstances, right, we would have gone in... So the 5 billion could have been 50 million. It could have been 100 million, right? Because then we would have had a proper evaluation as, as norm, right? Uh, the way that... People would do a proper evaluation. We could have come in at that as a start. But what we then remember, we are entrepreneurs, so our mind is the lack of access to capital by SMEs far outweighs the evaluation at this current moment.
0: Mm. How, so much do you, how much do you need to set this need up for us year? to
1: make an impact? So when we go out and say five billion grand, we're not just saying 5 billion rand because we just want to say 5 billion rand. It's because we want to make an impact. And for us, <laughs> because of the high unemployment rate, <laughs> because of so many SMEs sure, that need sure. the access to capital, that's what we've got to do. And that's why we're getting this backlash. But we're <laughs> getting <laughs> the backlash on the 5 billion based on the need that South African SMEs <laughs> need <laughs> as opposed to the evaluation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: How much do you need to set up the bank?
1: We need... Hundred million rand. Hundred million. So that's, yes.
0: Okay, all right. To set
1: it up, right? Okay. So this is just to set it up. Okay. You need one hundred million rand. Okay.
0: All right. But um,
1: over and above that, then that's what he's are saying. What that's why for us it's very important to say, but why if you only need one hundred million, why are you going for five billion mm. rand? is because of the need and the demand for the five billion rand. Okay. As opposed right. to us just going for hundred million and two hundred million sure. rent,
0: what impact are we going to have okay so in tabi-ling,
1: That's, that's what we come in tabi-ling. So
0: my understanding of what you're saying is that you need a hundred million for setup right yeah. and to meet yeah. your capital reserve requirements but you are scoping the market no of, no, no wait no, let me no. finish not, not okay capital reserve. okay sure no, no, let's not. let's scrap that scrap that part let me just yes, finish yes. what i'm trying to say so you need a hundred million for setup yeah Yes. But your yes. your scoping of the universe of people that would need loans from you, this underserved market you're talking about, yes. is around yes. five billion rand or so. Yes. Okay. Yes. sharp, I get that, Manzini. My numbers, Bob.
2: <laughs> okay. Right. Let me. Uh, I'll just start from there. So did that you get, because uh, the, you get the, rand, the, rand the rand five rand. billion is the one that comes to ten rand, right? So that is yeah. where the confusion is coming through. Uh-uh, so the man said, man okay, we need a hundred, 100 million man to set up the bank, cap 10 million capital requirement, or 90, ni. 90 million to set up. Man so man we then determine that... Sorry,
0: Manzin, sorry, sorry, uh, man wait. Okay. The question was this. Go and do a calculation for me. 14 million is your entry, right, as the CFI, into yes. a 19% stake. What does that yes. arrive at per share? Now, yeah. my understanding is that that's around 3 rand and 57 cents. <laughs> Dieho has helped us there. Why yeah. is the CFI getting the shares at 4 rand, or just under 4 rand, and me as a member of the public getting it at 10 rand? Yes,
2: so I wanted to clarify that it, it is not really exactly that way because it's viewed as, if I give you the number, then it becomes very problematic because it will be 30 cents, right? But, as Intervenant said, it's not really that we are pricing the bank at $5 billion, right? We are not really pricing the bank at $5 billion. And uh, the perception that is in the market is that then it will be 55% of $5 billion that the, the, the founders have, which is not exactly the case. The founders will only have dividends. They are only entitled to dividends going forward. So the, ten, the relationship between the price of the CFI shareholders... And the public is not really related because the CFI shareholders were priced at a CFI sh- uh, level, which then became cheaper because they've been there throughout the journey. Okay.
0: So right. that Guys, is why gonna have it to leave was it here, so,
2: eh? like cheap.
0: We're going to have to leave it here. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. Uh, and Tabile the founder of uh, Young Women in Business uh, Network and uh, the Mutual Bank, uh, and uh, also Manzi Nimlawusi, who's the head of risk of the Mutual Bank. Thank you very much to the pair of you for your time.
2: Okay, thanks a
0: lot, We're going to have to leave it there, folks. Uh, Yeah, look forward to uh, some of the engagements uh, online. Let's leave it there. As always, a pleasure to be with you all. The Man With The Music is with you for 9 to Midnight.